0: Hello, my name is Wallace and I'm a pastor. This morning I want to be real honest with you and I want to share with you a message that has been so near and dear to my heart. If I could, I'd like to just offer a word of prayer and then I will share with you something that's on my heart that I believe God is teaching me and teaching us through His Word. Let us pray. Father God, I just come before you right now. You are the good shepherd. And I believe, Father, we need to hear that on a daily basis, that you are good and you are good always and you are good to us. It may not appear good. We may not be able to wrap our minds around the situation. It doesn't appear to be good to us. We may not comprehend your goodness in the moment, but you never cease to be good through everything. So may we be reminded of that. I lift up my brothers and sisters. I lift up the folks listening to this message to you right now, that they would know that you are good. It's through Christ I pray, Father. Thank you, Father. I love you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Amen. Friend, I just want to encourage you. I read something this morning, and I just want to share with you. It's from a devotional. It's a great little devotional book. It's by Paul David Tripp, and it's called New Morning Mercies. And it's September 21st, and I want to share with you something he said in this. He says this, he says, We tend to judge God's goodness based on how well life is working for us rather than on his zeal to make good on his redemptive promises to us. You can break that up into two parts, right? That quote. Paul David Tripp says, we tend to judge God's goodness based on how well life is working for us. So when I look at life, right? Like you look at life, I may be looking at life, whether you're married or you're a father or, or a husband or, or or wife or a brother or a sister or you're a teacher uh, or a grandparent or you work uh, for, uh, you know, any major corporation, or you work for yourself or you don't have a job right now, your circumstances are horrible, whatever it may be, circumstances are good, they're, 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 they're mediocre. You see, we look at our life, we say, is my life good? Is my life bad? Is my life okay? And so based on our outlook and what we see, whether it is bad, whether our life is good or it is okay, we, we equate that with God. So if my life is good, therefore God must be good. If my life is bad, therefore God must be bad. If my life is okay right now, the way it appears, then, then maybe God is just okay. You see, that's what he's saying. He says, we tend to judge God's goodness based on how well life is working for us. And it's so true. How well is life going for you right now, friend? Maybe you are seeking an answer because life isn't going so well for you. It doesn't appear to be so so good in your eyes and you're questioning God's goodness. My friend, the second part of this quote here from Paul David Tripp helps us understand a little bit better. It helps us get us back on track. He says, we tend to judge God's goodness based on how well life is working for us. Okay, we got that. Rather than, and this is what we need to be, we need to be focused on his zeal, that's God, to make good on his redemptive promises to us. In other words, that God is working for the good in everything because he's a redemptive God, because he is a good shepherd. He takes all the bad and he makes good. That's what he does. So he's making good what appears to be bad. He's making good what appears to be just okay. He's good, period. He's good, period. And you need to understand that. And so I just want to encourage you to look at your life's situation. Here's where I think it gets real personal because in our life situation, we think, man, my life sucks because of the circumstances. It could be sickness. Let's just say, let's just use that. I've been hurt physically. Uh, I have some ailment. I have something in my life that, that feels like a thorn in the flesh that continues to hinder me. And I struggle mentally, right? I struggle intellectually. I'm struggling spiritually because of this negative thing in my life. And then uh, dangerously, we get into the waters of, 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 of confusion, right? And chaos when it comes to our circumstances and equating that with God, right? Then, then we start seeing God wrongly, not for who he truly is, because he's good. But here in Philippians chapter 2, I want to read a couple of verses. I think these will encourage you in reference to your circumstances. This book of joy that Paul writes, Paul reminds them that the work God has begun in their lives, Christians in Philippi, he's going to finish no matter the circumstances he is working out his perfect good plan because he is a good shepherd because he is a good god he loves us more than we will ever realize he says this in chapter 2 specifically verse 3 he says let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit you see that's the core of who we are at times that's exactly what we struggle with That is the very thing that hinders our circumstances and our perception of God's goodness. Because when we get into a situation, our natural reaction is not to be selfless, but to be selfish. And so when I'm getting frustrated with my children, with my spouse, with my job, with my health, it's because I'm more focused on me. But Paul says here, he says, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit. Don't do anything out of gain. Don't focus on self, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. And yes, this is talking about serving others and putting others in front of you, right? As a servant would, surrendering. But there's a core thing here. It's it's not about me. It's not about me. So when my circumstances and my life situation is chaotic and seemingly bad, I start feeling sorry for myself, right? I start looking down upon myself. I start looking down upon my situation and I'm getting tired and I'm getting angry and it's getting dark and I get depressed and I don't see God in a positive light. And so I wanna encourage you to take the core of what this is getting after, this passage, the core of who I am in my selfishness and approaching my situations in a selfless way, not focusing on me, not being me-centric, but focusing on what is God doing in this moment? What is God actually doing with this thorn in my side. What is God doing with this seemingly bad situation? If He's a redemptive God and He's redeeming all things, if He has redeemed all things and the work He began in me, He will finish it, the good work. I need not doubt God. He is a rock, stable, immovable, does not change. He's good, never ceases to be good. So, don't focus on your situation in this way, where it's about you. It's not about you. God is doing something really good, but you see, Satan wants you to focus on you. He wants you to focus on your situation and your circumstances. He doesn't want you to see that God is good and bringing the good from it. So we can have joy. Like the book of Philippians teaches, we can have joy, considerate joy, James says, when you face all kinds of tribulations, because you know that God is bringing something good in you, in the circumstances. Ultimately, he's bringing something good for his glory, for his glory, because it's all about God. But you get to enjoy that. You get to go along for the ride. In God's redemptive work and this great story of redemption you my friend you get to enjoy that you get to enjoy the salvation that Christ brings about in the sinful broken world in your struggle with sin Christ has conquered Christ has given you new life if you are born again after trusting in Christ by faith alone grace alone You have been saved and you can trust in Him. So focus on God and His goodness because He is good in all situations. So, if my life is good, God is good. If my life is bad, God is good. If my life is okay, God is good. And He's bringing everything into His good plan and purpose. Remember that. Be encouraged. God is good. Amen.